Hey, hey, everyone. Good evening, Jen. Good evening, Noam. Hi, everybody. Hey, it's Wednesday night. We're all crossed out. I hope this is all sounding nice and punchy and microphone-y. We said to people uh, after a recent mishap, audio mishap, to let us know if it doesn't sound like the pod sounds. Right, like, because what happened was it like it recorded through like the game controller that sits in front of me actually so i probably <laughs> sounded fine but no one sounded like shit yeah it was really weird um but uh and it was just because for whatever reason colin keeps defaulting to that as the the default input source but yeah jd i know you're there so uh i assume that if uh, if things are are not sounding great i would uh, i would know about it from you uh so uh yeah anyway uh as we said we're we're here for the uh, for the last show of the year we uh we're we're closing out uh, this year of content and then we're going to take some time off yes. not no, by of like a week <laughs> yeah and also i mean you know it's like because let's face it, we can't take more than a week off. Well, it's also, it's also, I mean, we, you know, in theory, we could have done it, but people are also on vacation and it's like, whatever, you know, we, we, we deserve a Sunday once in a while to not do anything. Right. And exactly. Like it's going to be Christmas this Sunday and then it's New Year's Day next Sunday. And it's just like a really weird time to record. And yeah, anyway. Exactly. So anyway, we'll, you'll, you'll, whatever. We're going to be back in the, in the new year um with both of these things and uh we're here to talk about nothing not, not elon musk not elon musk not, not elon i think we've I, I think we pretty much exhausted that topic but i would yeah. like to say just because i find it amusing how quickly so many people dropped the story of oh my god he's getting doxxed in real time in assassination coordinates because it's um slowly coming out that i was kind of right and this story is definitely not what elon musk said it was yeah i think what we said on the show that turned out to be very similar i think the way i described it is like something happened with his kid and he like latched onto this one thing like oh and they're doxing me and i need this to stop immediately like it was like the first thing that came to mind because clearly it's been on his mind that one thing like like rankled him right he even commented on directly he said i'm not going to ban this account even though it's putting my safety at risk right and so then something happened with his kid and he was like you know what fuck that guy now now i'm gonna go after that guy right and as more kind of like details have come out this didn't happen anywhere near the airport this happened somewhere in south pasadena it seems like whatever did happen was more related to his ex slash the mother of two of his children, Grimes, than it had anything to do with him. Oh, weird. See, I didn't even know this this part. But uh... yeah, and now there's questions like South Pasadena PD was apparently called out to the scene by the guy in the car. It seems, and so there's questions about what exactly happened, who started what. Uh, Pasadena PD has not confirmed they said they do not know if the child was even in the car in the first place so yeah this has all just kind of been like just kind of dropped and everybody just kind of like scooted on past it i'm like yeah. i mean i mean but but and by everyone it's also uh true to say that also the people who were saying like 
this is creeping fascism have also since moved on to the next thing because all those people are back on Twitter and it's like no longer a big deal. It really does feel a little bit, you know, I, my first, uh, so again, I, I was not born in the States. I came here as an adult in late, let's say January, 2008. It was like in late 2007, but like my first mm -hmm. couple of months here were more akin to like, the times that I came here on vacation, like I started living here as an American, let's say in the beginning of 2008 mm -hmm. and 2012, after the 2012 elections was the first time I had my first real moment of like, this is all a game to people because in the lead up, this was the election where Nate Silver made his name because Nate Silver predicted a lot of the results correctly, but at the time was laughed off as using weighted polls. That was the big thing. Yeah. The big thing was to talk about the weighted polls. They're not fair. They're weighted against Republicans. <laughs> and all of these, I listened to all of these because at the time, like I, again, when I came here, I, my American family's conservative and I sat down and I like, I would watch Fox news in the evening. Like I would watch the block of like O'Reilly, uh, Hannity, whatever I yeah circa whatever. 2012 when it wasn't completely like that should have say hannity is oh it was uh it was uh i mean it wasn't name? great but it what's wasn't. what's his name uh crazy guy with the chalkboard uh glenn uh, glenn beck glenn beck it was the uh, and hannity was reasonable guy in the middle it was like glenn beck hannity and then o'reilly and hannity was like the more mild mannered not crazy guy <laughs> anyway uh, they were all talking about these polls are all bullshit. You're going to see, you're going to see this poll. These polls are all bullshit. And it turns out the polls weren't bullshit and the waiting was done correctly or whatever. And all those people just kind of like, you know, they like, they like rub the dust off. They like, rub the yeah, just kept on moving. Yeah. Like, you know, somebody like has a huge fall off a horse. Blah, 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 he just picks him off and like kind of. You know, it was like pats the dust off of his suit <laughs> and just like went back to do And they were like, oh, nevertheless, let's ah, can we, let's Oh, can well, nevertheless, <laughs> moving yes, on. <laughs> here's my column about what this election means for the Republican Party. And I was like, it's this is all a game. It's your career. You know, it's your job to talk about the events. And even if you fail spectacularly in some narrative that you've been like cultivating for a full election cycle. You're not even going to spend like more than five minutes being introspective about it. You'll pull a Jim Cramer like, ah, shucks. Ah, I guess that stock <laughs> crashed. Yeah. Sorry if you lost your house over it anyway. I mean, that's a topic we've discussed a lot as far as like, it, because it's a situation that's only gotten worse. And we know we discussed it a lot during COVID and even prior to that, where people would just make wildly wrong predictions or promote information that turned out to be wrong and there's never like an apology or a mea culpa it's just everybody just looks like oh, i'm just gonna like ignore the fact that i ever said those other things and sometimes people will even like just quietly like scrub their tweets so that you don't see them anymore and yeah. just move on there and there's you know what and there's also a lot like, of like there's no consequences for being wrong yes but there's also like weird games of telephone remember like a case that i like to bring up i'm, I'm, so, I'm like tired of bringing it up because like nobody remembers it anymore but the letter, everybody talks about this letter that all of the intelligence officials wrote about the Hunter Biden laptop mm -hmm. and every report, go read about it. Every report says that they said it was Russian disinformation and they fucking didn't. They called it a Russian information operation, not a disinformation operation, which are two extremely right. different things, right? An info op 
is like, oh, I have this oppo file on someone. I have like a blackmail file on someone. I'm going to drop it strategically. That's an info op. A disinfo op is like I'm going to drop this fake dossier of info on someone. Those two are extremely different, right? They're both accusing Russia of being behind it. But it, but only one of them also, by extension, accuses the laptop of being fake. Correct. And that's not what they said. But every report about it says that that's what they said. And so now in everybody's memory, that's what they – it's like a Mandela effect kind of thing. And it's not people's fault. Like I said, if every – including like the, the supportive reports about it, not just people who are saying like this is bullshit. Every New right. York Times, every Washington Post, like when I went to look at it, I – it's – it's so frustrating. I was like, I'm going to go look. I want to see the word disinformation there before I go do a thread about this. Right. right. And it didn't say it. And I was so annoyed. It's like with the polls. It's like when some poll is like uh, uh, reported on and you're like, I'm going to go read this fucking poll now to see what it says. And you're like, that's not what it says. It's not what it says. Right. <laughs> and there's so many things that we can make that argument about because now people just tweet out like what the fuck ever and it's like you you're just like lying like you're just straight lying and like nobody cares i think that we need a paradigm shift in how we look at news i said that i you know i say that uh you used to news is something you used to consume and now news is something you research and i think that's you you need to start looking at it like that and to say like i have the internet and the thing the beauty of having the internet is I don't just consume what I'm told. I'm able to go cross-reference it, read multiple sources, uh, use external uh, sources of information to verify certain things or disprove them. It's more work, obviously. You know, it sucks that you got to do this work, but at least you also have the tools to do it. Right. And it's funny when people want to complain like, oh, you just the, the, the narratives and the narratives and then you and like, no, y'all fall for your own narratives too, because it's like you can you can present somebody with proof that what they're saying is wrong, and then it, I, like it doesn't matter. Like, like it's just it's it's crazy. But that's not what we came here to talk about. We want to talk about something funnier. <laughs> I mean, fu yeah, I guess I guess. Uh, although I guess, the, yeah, or I, in, in the vein of you know narratives and people lying and <laughs> yeah. Okay, so okay, the Trump economy. The anti-Trump economy, the pro-Trump economy, the Trump years, the lead up to the Trump years and all of the stuff that's happened in like politics and, and stuff has created a, uh, uh, you know, like a huge opening for people to make money. Yeah, there's a whole grifter ecosystem that exists in place now. And it's not just on the left or on the right. It's on both. And we're going to talk about a case from the left. Yeah. Look, next, I, even before we get to, to, to Ms. Jojo, um, the, again, the, 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 uh, the importance, the, the, yeah, like the importance that, that politics now put yeah. in social media and influencers and stuff is something that's been building for a while. I know because I, as someone who had like a big audience, was approached more than once to do stuff, not in an underhanded way, but people appreciate the value of having a large audience. Um, and some people, you know, who are more, you know, I don't know, grift minded. I don't know what you want to call right. it. It's, it's actually something funny I just thought about as far as like the idea of like political influencers and like 
your family is is politically influential, but it's in the way that people used to become politically influential by like actually like writing things of substance and actually having smart, intelligent things to Ed, say. Yeah, editing a magazine for thirty years, right? <laughs> and like it's, it's not like <laughs> platforming. Your, your yeah. grandpa didn't start like a Twitter account. And no, but you know, no, no, he like, but but I'm saying like you're right. Like he he would he platformed like Soviet dissidents when that was like an extremely uncool thing to do. I mean, we don't have to get into my family's history, but my, right. my grandfather's sort of disillusionment with the left like cost him every friend that he ever had. He became an alcoholic. There's a whole – like his life got fucked up because he stepped out of line a little after being the darling of like New York liberals for many years. You could go hey, – whatever. He's written like three books about it. You could go read <laughs> it. I'm not going to do justice to my fucking grandfather and his like illustrious multi-decade career. But see, that's the thing. But you're like, right. Like it now, used to involve like actual work, not just like – I, I mean, I guess I, and I don't mean no disrespect to your grandfather by making this comparison, but it's like, like the Dave Rubin route where you just kind of like, I was a liberal and then I, I discovered that I'm a conservative and that, that like, no, 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 no. There was an actual like ideological shift that actually like cost you things and actually like involved actual like work and like. It's, <laughs> it's funny that you say that, like, it just occurred to me. When, when, who will be the first social media influencer to win the presidential medal of freedom for nothing else than being a social media influencer? <laughs> like who's going to, who's going to be the president that does that? Cause my grandfather also won the, the presidential medal of freedom and uh, whatever, if you don't think he deserved it, I don't care. He's a, whatever. That's a public thing you're allowed to discuss. But like now they give it to lots of celebrities and stuff like that. I don't think in years of yore, <laughs> they would think to give it to like a Lizzo, you know, but like now if Lizzo wins the presidential medal of freedom, I'll be like, yeah, I guess whatever. Yeah. But so anyway, <laughs> Oh, today's main character, Jojo from Jers. Yes. How do we describe Jojo from Jers? Okay. Except that she's like a what is that noise. Is that my neighbor's? I think that's, yeah, I think that's her kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> Goddamn whippersnappers. Keep God her down. Kids. We're doing a show. Kids need to be seen and not hurt. Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> don't complain when we watch uh, Black Adam and fucking, with my fucking <laughs> crazy, my subwoofer that's the size of a mini fridge. Uh, anyway, yeah, so. Someone uh, who developed like a huge, she's like. Uh, uh, she's like a suburban divorcee from New Jersey. Like, I'll explain it. Okay, go for it. Okay, so everybody knows certain Twitter accounts that uh, I, I will say came from nowhere, although I always question that story, especially nowadays, because that's never entirely organic. But it's a situation where you become very popular and very famous for like, tweeting in a certain way that appeals to a certain group of extremely online people. And this is how she became popular. This is how she got her come up. And so it's at the point where she's got like a massive following. I think she's at over like 700,000 followers. Um, she's got invited to the white house multiple times at this point. Yes. She was one of the people that Ron Klain invited to the Biden equivalent of Trump's social media summit, except that, Trump's social media summit was like a big thing event that he held in like in a room with like a hundred people. And the claim thing was like, he invited like 30 tweeters who, you know, who are like good, good at, 
good at resistance tweeting mm-hmm. Jeff Tiedrich and Aaron Rupar and Horse Whisper and Moeller she wrote and uh who else was fucking there uh brooklyn dad all kinds of people like yeah. that right and a few others who's like what if you tell me their name i'd remember their name joke joke colin jello or something right, like that. like all people that like tweet in a certain style in a certain fashion and again that because this is how you become popular and famous yes and he brought them there to do like what they call in hebrew like to, to pay them respects you know, like to, to say, to give them a thank you. Good job on the tweets. Yes. And they all like took pictures at the pole and the press podium and they all sat around the table. And, and that's they, actually literally her banner image now is her at the White House podium. Which like, yeah. which like, uh, do you, which do you, is also bad because it like, it, it completely blows up her avi as being like Photoshop. Well, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> yeah. Because again, everything about these personas it's, is it's, very false. Right. It's people who are, it's people who are, uh, who clearly like become very enamored with their own online persona. There was a Louis CK many years ago, Louis CK was on a radio show that I liked and they were listening. They were like playing like news clips to like laugh about. And one of the news clips was about a woman whose daughter had a, like a diarrhea mishap at like a chocolate store. (laughs) And they wouldn't let her use the bathroom at the store because it's like a health department regulation where any food story, a customer is not allowed to to use the store. So she had to like take her daughter out into the mall and find the mall bathroom or whatever. Right. And she wrote some kind of blog about it because this was like pre-social media days. This is like 2006 or seven, something like that. And uh, so she wrote a blog and there was a boycott, all kinds of stuff like that. This was like the pre-social media, do a blog and mommy blogger. And Louis C.K. says, this mother's probably like on her blog and her kid is like, mommy, I'm hungry. And she's like, no, shut up. I'm writing a blog about your <laughs> diarrhea, right? And I, that's how I imagine people like her because she has kids, I guess. She's divorced and she has kids. Mm-hmm. And but she's like, she was in a, she was in a panic. You know, mommy, I'm hungry. No, my Twitter account got, ba- I got, no, somebody okay. got my thing. So, yeah, so what ha- what ha- happened that precipitated this whole current controversy about her is that, as the story goes, um, and I, I think it's worth pointing out that she did pay for her blue check after swearing up and down that she would never pay for her blue check because, of course, it, hashtag resistance is also anti-Elon now, but she still paid for her blue check and was so precious about this blue check that she paid for that she fell for a phishing scheme a common one that so i've i've had i've been uh, like a, people have attempted this on me both before and after i got verified before and uh, before it was like oh, you can all of a sudden said some, the, an uh, actress yo, from home alone three dms me like hey i could do you want to get verified it's just 500 bucks or whatever and right so like it went for her like oh you're going to lose your Twitter, I, I forget exactly. I, I've seen this. I, I've seen this DM. Other people have like posted screenshots yes. of it, not of hers particularly, but they've gotten the same DM. Like, oh, your account is in danger of being the. I don't know what yes. you even want to call it's it. At the, this point. Here, yeah, here's the, here's the thing. It's a, it's a, it's like a, you're about to be de-verified. Yeah. So click this link to and make then sure. Log in, yes. And then yeah. they ask you to log in and it's a fake site and you log in and by quote unquote logging in, you just give them your name and password. 
Now, clever scammers make it look like it's Twitter. I don't think this place even did that. I mean, they, yeah, she was just in like such a full-scale panic about losing her verification. And then, by the way, everyone was also like, oh, the hacker stole her two-factor authentication code. That's utterly bullshit. Yeah. I guarantee someone was like, did you turn two-factor on? She she was like, yes. You know, because like in her panic, she was like, and, it's like. And it's probably in her head, like, what is 2FA? Anyway, she 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 uh, she lost her account. Right. She got and then the guys were trying to blackmail her for four hundred dollars to get her account back. And she. Uh, OK, so okay. she is involved. She was the social it, media manager. I, I, I'm we're assuming was at this point. Yes, because well, I do, was, I, I'm yeah. assuming this is her former job. At this yes. Point. Now she's OK. This is like there's this is like six degrees of who gives a shit about Twitter grifter. Right. Yeah. But she's the social media manager of something called the good night pillow company yeah and and they were founded as a a foil to mike lindell and yes. his whole my pillow thing so we're like by, we're the good pillows yes by, by our pillows they're good by some sort of for good people <laughs> some sort of political operative named william legate and it's, david yeah. Hogg. Yeah, yeah that was his his thing they started like Oh, we're going to make a pillow company and it's going to be for good liberals to buy good liberal pillows so you can be a good person because you bought the good pillow. And then some gay capitalism. And then some immediately some weird sketchy shit happened. And David Hogg was like, you know what? I don't want to get involved with this. Right. Like he was like, like fascinated for like 15 minutes. And he's like, oh, wait, running a business is really hard. I can't remember. Supply chains. What the hell? How do those work? They didn't. It, they had some other name and they didn't have the copyright for the name. There was already some other pillow company with that name. Right, it was like, some kind of disaster like that. Like these people figured out that like running a business is actually like not super easy. It, it actually is kind of a pain in the ass. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> she's the quote unquote social media manager for this company. And so she has access to their social media. And so she goes on that page of social media and does a video of herself explaining what just happened. She's very upset, right? She's extremely upset. And she's, she, I love that she's like, she's embarrassed because she did a dumb thing. And An she's extremely dumb thing. Yeah. And she's trying to like, she's trying to like, go past the fact that she was an idiot no, to the no, fact of oh, how terrible this well, is. Also going past the fact that you're so fucking hard up for this blue check that you paid for yes. that you fell for a phishing scam. Now, look, I hate scammers. I fucking hate them. So, like, take everything I say from now on with the knowledge that I hate scammers no way one, more. No one would have told JoJo, do not redeem. Yes, do not redeem. Do not redeem, woman. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> no, do not. Don't put your butt, the blue check star. No, I'm not being a racist. I'm sorry. I'm literally doing, a, I'm literally doing a, a, an impression of a video that's, re, that's a real video. It, anyway, yes. Yeah. It, scammer videos... Like there's there's a whole subgenre on YouTube of people who just like fuck with scammers. It, it's really funny, and the, it, there's like one particular video that's that. extremely yeah. popular. And, a, like, yeah. and that's where we get the do not redeem joke from. It's a, it's it's very it's very funny, and I again I it's scammers that I hate, and having that scammer panic about losing all you know the potential money that he's gonna scam out of someone. Because like, those are the people that like prey on like elderly people, and the guy that does it like he pretends to be like an elderly person, and like he runs like 
his voice through like a, a voice thing to make us sound older and he pretends to be stupid and yeah, everything. Yeah, Kit, Kit Bogo. We've had a we've done a whole we've done a whole like I think a half half of a Colin episode about him <laughs> from when I discovered him. And yeah, his grandmother was like a victim of this and stuff. Anyway, she falls for one of these things, right? She does a video from the Good Pillow Company that says like I'm upset and stuff like that. And then Things weirdness. Weird. Yes. <laughs> Things get weird. Things die down for a couple of days where while she's banned, yeah. I don't know, whatever. And uh, then she's back. Right. But, mm -hmm. and then, yeah, then that's when things get weird. Yeah. Because I, I knew she was going to get back. I was like, she'll, it's just fine. Yeah. It'll get, uh, people it'll get, get hacked. Yeah, they get their account know. back. Yes. Now, all of a sudden, uh, she's blocking William Legate and he's like, she's a rogue employee. And what seems to have happened, a couple of things seem to have happened. Okay. Uh, one is there were, I think there was some sort of effort to buy her account back from the scammers that wasn't just hers, but also it seems that people who followed her got scammed by the people who hacked her account using a different scam that I've seen before. Again. Yeah. A million times. The before. laptop one. Hey, I got five free laptops. Michael Duran, who's someone I know personally had his account hacked. And what they do is they tweet something that says like, hey, to my followers, I'm giving away five free laptops. You just got to pay $500 for shipping. DM me and like replies are off so that you can see that people will say like it's a scam. Right. And so if you DM them, he says like, yeah, send it to this PayPal account. Or something right. Like that, right. And so, but. But you've got to be some kind of stupid to do that anyway. But, but I didn't see her tweet that tweet. That's the thing. That's where that's where things get shady because I saw DMs where people. Anyway, the point was this. When she came back. I saw William, screenshots of the tweet. Okay, so maybe it got deleted. Maybe yeah. I didn't see it and it got deleted. Because so she comes back and William Legate is like, oh, great. Happy to have you back. By the way, a bunch of your followers gave $500 to this laptop scammer. Can you, we gotta, we gotta help pay them back. And she was like, what? What are you talking about? I didn't, I didn't do that. And he was like, yeah, I know, but because you're the social media manager and because you tweeted from the big good pillow company, like our, our customer support line is being. It, yeah. Cause it was, cause the, the scammers were directing people to like his DMS and like the customer support line for any questions or anything like that. And so she's like, what are you talking about? I don't, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, but it's, but, but Jojo, like this is all over your fucking account. And she, <laughs> and she proceeds to block him. Right. And so now, and then she dot, she, she posted something that doxed him after he posted all of their tech, like their text mm -hmm. exchange and then deleted it quickly. And then they're like, Oh my God, Jojo's doxing this guy. And then, and then, so she blamed in the text, she blames this guy. She says something like, Oh, I'm, it's that rich from Cali. I know he's in it. And so I'm like, who's rich from Cali? So right. I just search for him on Twitter and you know, I find a rich from Cali. You know, what's funny What is I thought that like spell check just changed like, like rich from bitch. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. just like that bitch from Cali. I'm like, who is she talking about? Yeah, <laughs> no. And so, and, I, and, and, and I, by the way, rich from Cali now follows me. But yeah. like, <laughs> hey, so I go to rich from Cali. It's again, it's one of these like resistance type accounts, right? It's right. like a trans flag or whatever flag. And so I, quote tweet and oh and he is like and he's like uh retweeting like uh jojo's like i'm back bitches yay i'm back whatever he, oh no he still has this retweeted anyway um right. i so i i quote tweeted and i was like hey rich from cali you know you're like retweeting jojo's like hey i'm back and meanwhile she's shitting on you like blaming you for this yeah and he wrote to me 
he wrote uh I mean, no. yeah i guess yeah because he 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 did this reply publicly so i i imagine it's fine to talk about yeah it. and he do, he said he did a he did a spaces where he explaining oh, okay. he said no i did a spaces explaining it um where is it but i want to see here so i wrote haha peace love us which is his his twitter handle, name yeah. yeah retweeted this but jojo blamed him for being behind her hack and he write that's not me right that was not me and uh, he write here's your hacker he found the hacker and then below that he write yeah the hacker is like some someone from someone with like an arabic right like it's a it's a scammer yeah it's a fucking scammer yeah account. pakistani like, yeah. or something like that you know, mm-hmm. y'all know the deal yeah I don't know what, what, what is, does somebody know what plus six one is for the country court? Uh, six one country code. Is it Pakistan? Pakistan. Oh, it's Australia. Oh, Interesting. Okay. The I'm branching only, out. I'm all, well, I'm only saying this because there's Arabic script in the name. Let me see. And the name. Although sounds... I would say that's not to say that that's the actual like correct phone number either. That is not like being routed through like a bunch of other shit. That's also true. And also you're right. You're right. And the, I mean, the name also just sounds, looks uh, South Asian. Too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the whole thing looks obviously fake yeah. as hell. Anyway. Oh, and he has a Twitter. It says he's from hell. That's pretty funny. Anyway. Uh, but um, but then he says to me, I spent 0.8 ether trying to get her account back. I also called in a lot of favors. This was not me. Now for the record, 0.8 ether, Ethereum, which is a mm-hmm. cryptocurrency, 0.8 ether is like $1,200. Yeah. Okay? I mean, we're not talking like an insignificant amount of money. Right. Now, I don't know. Now, or, I, I mean, I don't know what his situation is, but anyway. That's true. And I also don't know. I, I don't know what he did to spend, like what he spent yeah, it like, on. Ooh, like, where did this money go? Did he use it? To, did he pay it to someone to dox the scammer? Because again, he posted, he replied to me with all of this scammer's information. His YouTube, his Spotify, his Apple Music, you have his name here, his phone number. I have his, uh, and it's not, I mean, it's not me. It's like in a tweet yeah. to me, uh, his Twitter account, uh, which calls him a social media expert and website coder. That's the, his bio of the scammers, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, Moving like, on. <laughs> what, uh, but because, yes. because this is like, this is not even like the point that we want to talk about, well, but, whatever, just, but, yeah. but no, but, but I mean, this is like, kind of like a fun little side jumped into like scams on Twitter and how people fall for them. Yes. And like, and this, but this opened the floodgates to her, like people like pointing out all the weird shit that she does on Patreon. People have uh, uh, brought up uh, DMS that she sends to political campaigns proposing. Yeah, like, like everybody just like went knives out on her. Yeah. Like it's, it, it would, I would feel bad if, it was not somebody who was an obvious grifter. It's but, this, all of these circles. It's because exactly... it's like because everybody in this circle is fucking fake. And I've made this point so many times that like everybody in this circle is in it for the money. And I have said multiple times, everybody in this resistance progressive Twitter is funded by somebody, usually dark money. I'll give, uh, well, I mean, I don't know the entirety of what JoJo has gotten money-wise, but I'll give her some credit for, I mean, somewhat above-board money, although, no, we're, we're going to get there because she's shady as fuck, too. But, yeah, I mean, this is all, it's all about the money. It's all about the grift, all the way from the Lincoln Project, all the way down to these doofy mofos on Twitter. It's all about the money. Like, I, I don't understand why people don't understand this by this point. 
especially like once you you realize that like that you you can actually make a, a bunch and, yeah and but like you said there was knives out all of a sudden people remembered these things that all uh, that people have been pointing out for a long time how she ran all kinds of weird GoFundMes to buy a house. She right, did it she twice. Was, right. And the, and the whole backstory is like, oh, I'm getting divorced. And I got kids. And I'm like, I wish somebody would have told me when I was getting divorced <laughs> that I could have just got money from people on the internet because my dumb ass just figured out how to pay my bills by myself. And again, people <laughs> want to give her money. Fucking fine. Right. If she's upfront about what it's for, because we're going to talk about her ridiculous mm -hmm. Patreon now. <laughs> and if you want to give money for this, I got no qualms with you. I just think it's right. hilarious. So she has a Patreon uh, that uh, uh, say, and again, like no, no shade to anybody with a Patreon because at least you're being above board with the fact that okay, you're asking for money from people for content, which again, perfectly fine. Disclosure alert: We will probably do it at some point yeah, in the future. No, no, I, so I, I, uh, no, no shade on this part. I, I, I've got I, no problem with this, aside from her tears and the ridiculous. All, of them. all throughout uh, 2019, I had a Patreon because I was producing content regularly. I was doing streams. I was recording a podcast on my own, and I did it after multiple people pestered me to do it because they were like, I want to give you some money a month for your tweets. Forget other content, and there's no way to do it. Now there are ways. Now there's all sorts of ways. At the time, there was no way, and I, like I'm not – like whatever. I don't want to like pat myself on the back, but like a bunch of people were like, just do it. Who cares? Just st start and give us like a $1 option. I'll give you a dollar a month. I just – for whatever. Right. And I have no problem with people with like large followings leveraging their followings in that way of being like, okay, I'm going to make – extra content or exclusive content you can get it on patreon or Substack yeah, or whatever no. and that i made, i'm fine yeah. with and i made some money and i bought uh things to stream with better and did more streams like whatever COVID right. kind of COVID kind of fucked me up with that stuff but like that was the point was that now again i don't as i said i don't hold i don't have any problem with anybody doing this i again i think it's just hysterical that this is monetized because she has a big, she has, a, she has like, four, she has 423 patrons. Now we don't know what, how many of them are at what tier, right? But the minimum tier is 10 bucks a month, which is already kind of steep for a, a minimum Patreon tier. You usually get one buck, two buck, you know, one dollar, two dollars. Right. Hers is 10. Uh, and the perks are. My, I love that my gratitude is always a perk. <laughs> it's like the, one of the perks. I, I too am grateful to people who give me money. Yes. And it's, it's also like, wait, it's, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, yeah. And it's, but it's funny because it's always in a different place. Like, and for the lowest tier, my gratitude is like the bottom one. Then for the third one, it's the bottom one. <laughs> then at the $50 a month, it's the second to I, last one. I was about to say, I too get more and more gratitude the more money you give me. About 200 bucks a month, my gratitude is there's two below it, not just one below it. And the $500 a month, it's the top thing. My gratitude. So, like, her gratitude went for like the least. <laughs> the subtle, subtle little visual cues telling you that if you give me more money, I will like you better. Yes, everything about this is just funny. Like in the tier names, it's like inside my heart, inside, uh, sorry, the lowest one is inside my brain, then inside my team, then inside my heart, then, oh, no. <laughs> 
what what is this hold on knight in shining armor oh my god uh, <laughs> what what hold on how much is that tier what was that Oh my god, it's two hundred dollars a month. <laughs> now, Holy shit, you just asked somebody for two hundred dollars a month of fucking yes. white night for you. Now look, I'm gonna make fun of I like I, I would totally make fun of her for like an entire episode. I don't think we're gonna read the whole because these are this is very long too. Like everyone is very long. Like y'all can go look it up if you really, really want to. But yeah, but it's like it's it it, it is but it, it's, again, I have a I I do not have seven hundred fifty thousand followers. I have one hundred seventy thousand followers or whatever, and Elon Musk is one of them. <laughs> I have. If you want, if people ask we, me, like, we need to make like a like a you know five thousand dollar a month tier and tell Elon it's yours, only you. <laughs> yeah, but well, I mean, a lot, but a, then, lo- a lot yeah, of a lot of people, I'm not, so a lot of people think they're a lot of people already think they can get that service for free. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you. Whew. Jen knows. Listen, if you don't want me to come up here as often, all you have to do is say so. <laughs> she's she's like, can I can I DM Elon from your account? I just want to know. <laughs> I just want to know where you got that sweater. I swear. I'll, I'll listen, even say this is Jen. It's not no. I'll even write it. This is Jen. Listen, all I want to know is I want to DM him and see if he knows where Grimes got her death note rug from. Okay. <laughs> exactly. I think that's legitimate. <laughs> It's beneficial to both of us, okay? Yeah. She has a death note rug. I want to know where she got it from. And so and and for, for you know the the one thing I will take for my gra- to my grave is that I never consider myself important. <laughs> for real. I don't all I, the, the self-importance that people have on Twitter because they have big audiences or because they wrote a book or because they wrote an article I, you know, I, whatever, I think I like, I like my takes. I think my takes are measured and whatever. Yeah. I like, do. Like I me. do. I don't think I'm important <laughs> at and all. And, I mean, there's a whole sub conversation to have about that. That could be an episode in and of itself, as far as how people take themselves on Twitter and how seriously you take yourselves. And like, that's how it, it influences how you post and how you act and how, what you do. And like, yeah, there's, there's a whole conversation to be had there. Yeah, because like, because because again, once you climb up these tiers in this ridiculous Patreon, you get to stuff like uh, you get to stuff like personalized video from me or Becky Sue. I don't know who Becky Sue. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Becky Sue is her mega idiot alter ego. So she will do. This is like five. What is this fucking cameo? This is like Fiverr. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like she's like Tyrone. It's super expensive cameo. So she will, it's like, but like, but it's like, oh, I need, I want to make a video for my brother's wedding. Let me make it as the personalized video from Jojo from Jersey's, you know, fake MAGA alter ego. Right. As much as we can rag on this, like, okay, fine. Like, I don't mind somebody having a Patreon, even if their tears are fucking stupid and ridiculous. And like, even if, so like, obviously if you run the math, so even if every single one of her subscribers is at the $10 a month, which they're not. But I mean, that's still after Patreon fees. That's four grand a month. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty decent living. I mean, I, I would be okay with four grand a month, especially if I was still, you know, working my day job. I'd, I'd be perfectly happy yes, with that. I would that. say that's definitely not her only income. It's not her only income. We're going to get to that. <laughs> oh, sure. Well, no, we said then, you know, the knives came out and there was all that stuff with like the pay, the pay, paying for the tweets. Right. And this is the part 
where I will slam her because this is some shady shit. So can I just say, hold on, before you explain this, I just want to say that my friends on the right, when they saw this, they were like, maybe finally this will start shedding some light on that shit that also happens on our side. Oh, like I'm... meaning like not just because they were like, oh, boy, this that shit is rife here. And when you're in political mm -hmm. campaigns, it's really frustrating when like your op opponent does this and because now when you say oh you're just a paid shill nobody believes you everybody says that about everybody right and like let me preface this by saying i'm not an idiot i understand how the world works i understand how like peddling influence works but the the part the real knives out for this um was when people started posting up I have screenshots of dms and emails that she sent to democratic candidates proposing that i mean and, and she had like a whole like package deal sitch going on yeah like, let me let me bring this up uh, uh jd where, i quote tweeted a thread that has all this stuff in it it's the thread where i wrote like you think this is sketch what about the whatever it's a okay. thread by someone called tiger claws here's the here's the email right and this is so she was sending this out to people running as democrats based on the fact that she's got like a huge account yes Hello, hope this note finds you well. I am working with JoJo from Jersey. Yeah, working with. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, well, I keep I, going. I, I can, there's, I, there's a theory know. that this whole. She's trying to sound, she's trying to sound like it's an operation. I don't think she's given up any of that bread to an employee. Fuck that. Well, she's it, keeping it all. Right. Well, keep going because okay. people have made an argument here. But okay. Oh, I'm working with Jojo from Jur at Jojo from Jur to selectively boost Democrat candidates for the upcoming midterms. It's interesting that they call it Democrats, since you know Democrats think that's an offensive. Like you're supposed to say Democratic candidates, not yeah, Democrat. Whatever. Yeah. No, but it's, it's you, yeah. But say like you don't know the language, so. But I'm saying yeah, like it just, yeah, yeah. Like, once again, it show it shows it's inauthentic. You're right. It's 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 fake. Somebody in the political world who's truly a Democrat speaking to other Democrats wouldn't call them a wouldn't say a Democrat candidate. They would say a Democratic. You'd candidate. also capitalize the D. I'm just being pedantic Whatever. here. But <laughs> anyway, it includes broadly amplifying their overall candidacy, key messages, policy positions, as well as increasing their Twitter following and engagement. This is also the copy on this is all wrong. It's, they're supposed to be and policy positions. Anyway, it's bad copy. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> if you're interested in such a contract, please let us know. Thanks. Uh, and then, oh, and then here's the details. Yes. Here's an example of what a basic engagement might look like. Five original tweets from at Jojo from jurors promoting you over 30 days metric, 300,000 Twitter impressions minimum. Five retweets from Jojo from jurors of agreed, agreed upon messages over 30 days metric, 100,000 impressions minimum, uh, client Twitter impact analysis. Which, by the way, it, means I'm going to share that. You know how when you tweet something, you can like click on the little bars thing right, and see the yes, analytics absolutely. of it? It'll be like, I'll share the, the screenshots of that with you. Pricing 2K. The engagement can be tailored to suit your needs priorities. And then there's another one here. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, somebody in the thread also says she was also trying to extort campaign accounts for paid retweet and interaction packages this fall. Um, and so... And you know it's not because because Jen said this really bothered Jen, and I said it wouldn't bother me 
if what she was uh, pitching is uh, to tweet something like, I'm working with the Gene Shaheen campaign to do something like this and that, but it's not that, right? Right, you're not disclosing what you're doing. No, it's just she's promoting. There's plenty of Democrats that are running. She can't. Miss JoJo from Jersey, the extremely authentic Democratic tweeter, can't tweet about every Democrat, right? You know, it's all about the best ones and the ones that grab her attention, which, you know, with money. (laughs) With money. By waving those crisp hundred the those crisp twenty hundred dollar bills in front <laughs> of her on, face you're spending millions to run for office what's it too grand to me and but but i mean that's the base package though you know what i mean well I, i'm sure there's more bespoke packages yeah that that's not the that's not the gtx you know if you want your you want your to heated seats and you want your smart key and, you know you want your remote ignition right <laughs> and so this is the part where i oh, hold on i would... just got... <laughs> her tier her her 30 dollar a month tier includes a personalized holiday card oh my god oh she sent a holiday card at god least at least you get a lot of things i guess Is this, are we gonna have to send out holiday cards if a we do Jojo this hoodie with the really like with the like the really it's only for the five, only the $500 tier gets a JoJo hoodie. Who would even wear that in public? What's on a JoJo hoodie? Is it I a, have to know because if I see one of these in public, I might mock that person to their face. Is it a, is it a hoodie of her, like, of her catfished, of her mid-journey <laughs> image? Or is it of her actual face? And again, okay. again, this isn't, I'm not, I was it's, equally I mean, mad, it's above yeah. board. Like, okay, this is like, if you want to pay for it, fine. It's all above board. Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying like, yeah. no, because I don't want to be, a, I don't want the, the, the stupid accusation of like se- sexism with the whole, the yeah. whole, the gram face. But as I said, these people are enamored with their own online image. And it's not just, it's not just women. I, the whole thing started because of Ron Filipkowski and his fake image. And he got hammered about it so much. He changed it to something that's actually more current now. And so, yeah, I mean, there's I, all these people have fake ass Abby to Abby's too, but they want to feel they're it, they're adopting a persona. It is in a way, you know, a red helmeted astronaut, you know, which is, you know, the thing that I had for many mm. years, but I never got swept up in that thing as a character. I still kind of acted like me with that, but that's right. not like, but that's not everybody. That is not everybody. Right. Now, it's like your Abby pictures and mine, too, although it's old as hell and I need to take a new one. I mean, at least they're not, like, filtered to, like, hell and back. Like, they look like you. Are you kidding me? I take a picture and I I look at the picture and I I say to myself, I look too skinny in that picture. It's too, it's like, that's not, like, I look too good. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, that picture is overly flattering to me in an unreasonable way i'm not gonna use it like that's my i'm like i'm the opposite of that shit like i have such a poor body image of myself if i see a picture where i look at i'm like ah this is not this is deceptive see see what i deal with people like (laughs) i'm working on it i'm working on it that's what therapy is for folks but uh um but but yeah like and as i said it's i i actually think Somebody needs somebody needs to write a paper combining the theory of like online detached persona with the uncanny valley. It's like people put up a a picture of themselves that's kind of idealized, and then they try to create 
a personality that is a more idealized version of themselves. And I think Jojo sees herself as this like smart, witty, snappy owner of the libs. And I do think that owner of the cons. And like, look, when she was banned, the whole thing that that started the William Legate thing, when she was like suspended, they they couldn't get in touch with her. And some other account claimed to be her. And it was like, is this you? And they couldn't answer. And I was like, does Which nobody... is kind of bizarre. Well, like... I was saying, first of all, she works for him. And second, like, is does nobody know? I Most of the people that I interact with a lot on Twitter are people that I have real-life relationships with. Like, if I disappear, if I all of a sudden tweet something distressing or something with that appears to be, like, off, like, people will fucking call me. Like, a mil- I'm going to get a million phone calls. Like, I got woken up when Elon Musk followed me. I got woken up by people, like, blowing up my phone, being like, did you notice that Elon follows you? Like, call you? Like, you start sad posting. I'm just going to, like, show up. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm just going to, like, walk through the door and be like, what's wrong with you? But I'm saying, like, it's it, – <laughs> and to me, that is – I keep saying, you and I, we're heavily online, but we're not like those people. We're not. We're not – our life th- – th- these, are, these are people who, like – seem to not have actual human sort of environments and have completely focused on the online because of how it makes them feel. It makes them feel powerful and glamorous and they know all these important people and she got to go to the White House and, you know, her, whatever her real name is, Josephine or I don't know what, doesn't get to go to the White House. Jojo from Jurors gets to go to the White House. It's like a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde or something like that, or a Buddy Love, you know? <laughs> is, that a t- is, that a, is that an old is that an old man reference? Is that, I don't know, because I guess there was a remake of The Nutty Professor, right? Because, I mean, I know the remake. I don't know the, I don't know the... Uh, the original? Yeah, the, the, the Jerry Lewis version. Right. I'm talking about the Eddie Murphy version, right? Buddy Love. Right, uh, but, but I want to talk about, like, the shadiness of this part because like okay this goes to and again this is something that is extremely important when you develop an online persona is the the idea of authenticity the idea that everything you do is organic it's authentic it's it's what you want to do not that you're getting paid to do it not that you're asking people for money to do it and so like i said like i'm not stupid like i understand that yes obviously there are influencers that do this but it's that behind the scenes shady shit that really really upsets people because now it speaks to whether you're actually like what are your motivations like okay when you retweet somebody when you tweet about something is it because you are being authentic or is it because you're getting paid and that is such a huge 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 thing in the online space and again i i've been here so long that i can remember all the way back to like when this was originally a thing in like the youtube beauty community and the ftc actually had to make a rule about this that like if you were sponsored you had to disclose it in your videos it was uh kylie jenner i think right it was and it way that, uh... before that oh, okay I can't this goes back years was. and years and years because but... again it was a whole controversy where people started being like okay so are you reviewing this because and like are your reviews like authentic or is it oh, because sure, you're sure. getting paid sure matt there was a big scandal in like the mattress yeah, the mattress this, community, the mattress yeah, world. All yeah, that this. Stuff. I mean, this goes so far back in the beauty community. But yeah, now look, I'm sure that JoJo from Jurors 
is a liberal who is like who wants abortion rights and thinks guns should be right. I'm sure that she really thinks these things. Right. But again, the content is not motivated by passion. She's not now. She's not a passionate political activist. She, right. It's her this job. Is, and this is the thing that will damage your credibility quicker than anything on the internet is if you get popped asking for money or accepting money for likes, tweets, reviews, whatever it is in your particular genre of social media. Brooklyn dad went through a whole like thing when, when it came out that he right. worked oh, for it, some pack and he pretended yeah. that he had always... Right. That and like, was always known. No, it fucking wasn't. And that was the first time where I'm like, these people all get paid by dark money because he was getting paid like $50,000 a year to tweet. And I'm like, okay, no, 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 no. You don't get to just like shrug that off. It's because the whole point of, and, and like the whole base thing about anybody's online persona is how authentic are you? So if you get busted, doing anything that can be perceived as fake or something that you're getting paid to do that damages your brand. And so now she just got popped like asking for money and, and I don't, and who knows? I have no idea how many people actually took her up on this. Well, I have I, no idea. Oh, I'm sure. Much. I'm sure. I mean, again, she was that, one of those people that Ron Klain invited. That's not, he didn't, what do you think? He just fucking picked her out of a hat no, because she get lots of retweets. Come on, come on. I mean, and and now this begs the question: like, okay, what was the criteria for getting invited to that? Like, what what went down there? But yeah, I don't know. I I'll tell you how I got invited to Trump's social media summit that I trashed well, while I was there. I okay, you tell the story because I know the story. Oh but, no, hmm. I mean, I just met like I just met. I met a girl at a party and I said, you know, I, I said, I have, you know, I'm on Twitter or whatever. And she said, what is your, what's your Twitter name? And I said, Neon Taster. And she was like, oh my God, I love your tweets. Give me your email. I work for the White House social media team. I want to invite you to the White House. And I thought to myself, do you read my tweets? Oh, and, <laughs> and like the part of the story that y'all are probably never going to hear is deeply hilarious. But oh you God, guys will, know. but you guys will never hear that. I don't even know what you're talking about now. But, <laughs> but I mean, I, and I was deeply uncomfortable when I went there because I wanted no part of anybody that I saw there, essentially, except for my one friend who was like me, my friend and I stood in the corner <laughs> and were like, I don't want to stand anywhere next to near Charlie Kirk. Right. I don't want to stand wanna, yeah. anywhere near uh, uh, who else was there. Um, uh, I don't uh, want to be like remotely photographed near any of these people. Diamond and Silk, uh, <laughs> James O'Keefe, uh, all kinds of people like that. I couldn't have been trusted at such a thing. <laughs> it was, you know what? I but but how do you not? How do you get invited? Right, like, like you go, yeah. but like oh, Tim Tim Pool was there. I, my I, future ex girlfriend that I didn't know at the time, but happened to be there and in my <laughs> in my photos from there so when i dated like a full year after that weird story uh but uh um but i wasn't like and and funny enough she even said like oh do you want to come before the event we're doing like a social media influencer round table kind of like a thing like that you should mm -hmm. come and i was like i said like oh maybe i will i was like i, I, I absolutely fucking not <laughs> 
because it was gonna be like because it was gonna be like a table with like a Jack Posobiec, yeah, like I, a Mike no. Cernovich, a Tim Pool, like people that again I have no, I don't want to whatever. I'm like I'm not it. I'm not part of that world. I don't want to on a feud with it. I mean, I'm, Jack Posobiec blocked me years ago, whatever, and I've, I've you know I've butted heads minorly with Cernovich, Tim Pool, and I've just like not really commented on each other at all. I think because mm. I once in a while I'm I get. Some blowback hate from someone. I'm like, oh, I get like, like the Hassan thing, right? I was like, oh, or, or, um, Alex Berenson, who decided to fucking go after me one day after he Randomly, got back on Twitter, like, yeah. I don't want to be on the same team as this fucking guy. Well, congratulations, you're not. I thought it was hilarious that he did that, by the way, because his whole thing was like, oh, this guy claims to be reasonable about COVID, but he was wrong about COVID, the whole COVID. And the posts that he used to prove this weren't me saying something wrong about COVID. They were both me saying Alex Bernson is an idiot. <laughs> so like empirically true. Yeah, but I'm saying like it wasn't even he couldn't even do he because I'm sure that he could find he could easily find things that I said about COVID that he considers wrong. But it, he it was clearly that he was still really bothered that I don't like him. Right. Not and so it was so beautiful. He just buried himself. I didn't even have to do it. I didn't have to have to do anything. All he had to do was that. And I just had to point to it and say, like, all you just picked tweets of me bashing you, not saying COVID. Right. But so anyway, back to JoJo. And so this whole situation just is I, I mean, I have no idea where she goes from here, but like, yeah, apparently, yeah, the, like everybody just like completely blew up her spot as being a total and complete grifter. Who she made some makes, enemies. Yeah, she made some enemies. Who, I, again, and so like, it's like the first rule of grifter club is you don't attack anybody else in grifter club, which is what she did. And so. all she had to do when William uh, Legate was like, look, a bunch of your uh, followers got scammed or whatever, and we need mm -hmm. to do something. She could have said, look, here's what we should do. Let's do a quick GoFundMe and say like, hey, guys, this was a bullshit thing. And these scammers scammed a bunch of our followers. And let's come together as a community and help reimburse them. Like, why the fuck not? But she was like, no, fuck you. I'm she wrote, I'm celebrating. That was She was like, I don't have time for this. I'm having, I'm having a mimosa to celebrate. She, I said Rupar would come back from his uh, suspension like he was Nelson Mandela. Oh, boy, did she upstage him with her <laughs> fucking... Which is pretty amazing. She threw he herself did... a ticker tape parade like she came back from the moon. Like she was on... Because <laughs> he did kind of come back like it was Nelson Mandela. He did. I Like I said, he did this whole like, you know, it's not often a person has time to reflect. Like he spent that like he was Sharansky in a gulag, you know? <laughs> and by the end it off with like I I'm so blessed to have such a great online community mm. and I'm like oh my god I, I was like I was like I was waiting for you to be like I'm so blessed to have like so many friends in my real life that are cool and supportive and like I, I like totally like was cool with my time off Twitter I hung out I did shit no nah. unbelievable and he again he's also he's someone who calls himself a journalist even though he was also at that political yeah. operative uh, sort of gathering. The only one of all of them that considers himself a journalist, none of them say that they're journalists. Horse Whisper, Mueller, she wrote. None of those people are, are those are, they're all op political operatives. And, and by the way, like I said, this is not, this is something he does on the up and up. 
but he's a brand ambassador for the software he uses to clip shit from TV and put on Twitter. He says that in his bio. I even like I did a little mm-hmm. thing and I like I found out when I figured out when he started working there. He tweeted something about it or in early early October. But then someone said, Oh, is that why he accused people of stolen valor for posting his <laughs> clips? And I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> probably. It probably is. He probably does feel some kind of like professional pride right. about clipping this shit because that's where he works now. Right. And so it it is this uh it is this world that Despite the fact that I'm that, you know, that I'm we're online a lot. I'm online a lot. I have a big following and I try to. I'm you know, I'm I'm, it's not a secret that I'm trying to parlay it into like something that I could live off of, you know, like I, I I work hard. I have a like an actual job and I do work on the side as well. None of it is this. And I would love to be able to produce my own content and like monetize and parlay my audience into something that's like profitable, but like, I, I, I don't I, like, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing it like this, right. you know, like I'm talking to you right now being like, Hey, subscribe to my podcast. And may, you know, maybe if I get big enough, I'll get sponsors or do a Patreon. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, I would love for all of this to get to a point where like we could quit our day jobs and like, just do this. But I mean, I'm not going to do like shady shit to do it. No, and was, we spoke about it openly. Like I said, we were talking about because we're about to wrap the show up. But we can say a sort of a similar thing to what we said on uh, the last pod, which is that uh, this uh, – when I pitched this to Jen, uh, the the pitch was done with the understanding that this is like a long – this is like a thing that takes a long time. I, when I was on Bridget Fetis' uh, podcast last week, I, I talked about Nibble – this video game aggregator guy who became like a huge name in video game news uh, aggregation. It was like a Twitter account that had every video piece of video game news. You would just have to go there. They would have everything. They would post all the screenshots, all the clips in high quality, and they would give you all the good information. I think it was one person potentially. Mm -hmm. And then that one person launched a Patreon and a w- one weekend passed and they were like, I'm quitting everything. They shut down the account. They shut down the Patreon because they didn't make enough money in that one first one weekend. And I said on Bridges podcast and also on Twitter, I was like, I can't believe this guy was like, thought that this was going to be an overnight thing. And when I, and we started this, I was like, this is going to be a long haul thing. If we want to turn this into something real, it's good. It's going to take years, multiple years, you know, like the, all the podcasts I know that are successful are on like episode 250. That's five fucking years. If you do one podcast a week, 250 is five years. Right. And like, not to get like all deep into like my, my personal life and who my ex is and stuff. But yeah, I've, I've seen the process up close and personal of going from like zero to being able to be at the point where you can like literally quit your day job and like support yourself creating content. Yeah. It takes fucking years of work. Yeah. And that's, and it's long, hard. You got to do it for love of the game. And in the Twitch space and in the YouTube space, in the YouTube space, nothing depresses me more than coming across a YouTube video that I love, right? Has lots of views, is super slickly produced, and is way above the level of anything that I could produce. And the guy has as many YouTube subs as I do. 
I have like 2,000 and 2,100 YouTube mm -hmm. subs or whatever. And the person has the same amount of subscribers as me. And I'm like, this fucking sucks. Right. But I mean, that is the grind. And the, the sad reality is that like not everybody, even if you are super good at what you do, and you don't necessarily ever get to the point where you can like parlay that into like that being your whole like job, like you still have a day job, you still have other shit to do. And it's like, like I said, like I, I've seen the process up close. It's, it's hard. It's, it's a lot of work, but you got to do it for love of the game. Like if you go into this strictly thinking, okay, by X amount of episodes or X amount of years, I'm going to be making Y amount of money and I can quit my job. Don't bother. Cause that's not how this shit works. You got it. You got to find something that you just enjoy doing. And yeah, like I don't, was there ever, I don't think there was ever, I'm trying to think if there was ever a day where either of us was like, I, I just, I don't, I don't want to do it today. Was, I mean, there, I mean, there were days where like we put it off a day just for like, but so, I'm trying like mental to think, health issues, but never like, never like that, like we wanted to quit or anything. No, 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 no. Yeah. Wait, there's a really great video about, in, oh my God. Yeah. The, uh, it's the super, super eye patch wolf, uh, video super eye patch wolf also, also will go into great detail about how long he toiled with nothing. Right. And he's a fucking great content creator, super eye patch wolf, a really, really good. But I mean, if you don't like anime and stuff, you, you won't give a shit, but I mean, he has some videos that aren't about that stuff. Like the one that, uh, lack of taste here is, uh, is commenting on, but yeah, or like, and yeah, I mean, over the years, there's many content creators I know who made that video, which is like, I'm finally a full-time content creator. You and know, it's like, so nice, it's especially <laughs> when you've been following somebody for a long time. It's like, yeah, you made it, dude. Kick ass. Yes. The weekly planets, a podcast I've been listening to for many years. At one point they were like, ah. That's it. The podcast business is now a business. Right. right? Like, like this is the thing that we all do now for a living. Hooray. Yes. And, and by the way, and that's not that the, the sad part is when you get to that point, that's when the hard part starts. Right. Cause it's not, Cause, cause, cause it's not your millionaire now. No, you're literally just able to do that as your main job. Right. <laughs> like, right. And then you also get into like, Adam Rangusa just released a video mm -hmm. about like the, the, the mindset that you get into once you're a content creator and that's like your job. And then like you feel this constant need to make more and more and more and more and more. And then it's like you, you, you start getting burnt out and then you have to figure out like, okay, how do I like step this back a bit without like pissing off my audience, which is always like the audience is always super cool and respectful when you explain to them. And so it's like this thing that you get in your head where like you're afraid of disappointing people, but then you do the thing and everybody's like, no, nah, it's cool. We totally understand. No, no worries. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's, it's fickle, but the, the, the point, this was just a long winded way of saying like the idea here isn't, isn't to make a quick buck or whatever. I mean, we, we like, we're, we still enjoy this. We still need a place to fucking babble. <laughs> right. And I mean, that is the difference between what we do and what people who are in this to make a quick buck do. Like it's, it's a long haul. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of, a lot of your time, a lot of your sweat, a lot of your tears and uh, occasionally a lot of your money. <laughs> and yeah, but, by the way, when but we, I mean, that's how you build this and how you do it right versus just trying to like run in, make a quick couple of dollars and then like, like 
flame out like this where like everybody finds out like oh okay you're just in this for the money yeah and the intent by the way is to make more content like the idea is if we start to monetize this even not to the point of being our full-time job you know like if this rises to the point of being like a like a noticeable side income that to me in my mind has to come with making more stuff you know what I mean? Like the right. second, the second that this becomes, cause I do, like I said, like I do consultancy on the side or whatever. The second that this rises to the level of that, we got to do, a, you know, I said, we, we were talking about lots of stuff. Are we going to do an extra half hour a week for like paid subscribers? We do an extra after show. I know lots of shows and there's all kinds of options that they've done. You know, like the after show, the, a, an old podcast that I used to do called BATF would do an hour and then they would do an extra additional half hour just for paid subscribers that would then go up. So like the paid subscribers would get 90 minutes. Uh, and because it was like a podcast, like four people on it, there was like lots to talk about and it was mm -hmm. freer. It was like looser in that last half hour and more about random bullshit. And there was more cursing and that kind of thing. But that's, that's not really a problem. For us. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. We we don't we we don't have a language filter. Here, yeah. Anyway, in case I you've think. Not yeah. And anyway, I think yeah. we're we're already kind of running long, and so I think we can kind of slowly uh, bring this to a close. Yeah. Whatever. We had a lot to say, and again, it's the last one of the year, so we can kind of uh, get a little extra bonus content. Exactly. So uh, how about we do the plugs, and we'll let the people go and have their holidays, their Christmas, and their Hanasmises, and all that shit. <laughs> Okay, so obviously you know where to find us here on Wednesday nights, um, 8.30, all crossed out. You can catch us either live or you can catch us afterwards on the podcast catchers. Our main podcast, Ambitious Crossover Attempt, drops on Mondays, except not this coming Monday or the Monday after that because of the holidays. But anyway, beyond that, normally on Mondays, you can find out all the podcast catchers, you know, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, Flash Audible, all that good stuff. You can find us on Twitter at AMBXOver. You can find me on Twitter at that Jim Road on Substack at JimMonroe.substack.com. Yay, I'm Neon Taster on Twitter and also YouTube.com slash Neon Taster, Twitch.tv slash Neon Taster and Instagram.com slash Neon Taster. And also, I don't know, maybe, maybe we'll have a thing in the meantime. I don't know. I'm, uh, again, Perhaps, I'm always, we'll see. Yeah, like, I'm, always, yeah. I'm always throwing ideas at Jen and she's always reacting in ways where I'm like, does she think this is a good idea or is she being <laughs> Is she politely rejecting this? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, uh, stay tuned for that, and we'll see you all in the next year. Thank you very much for sticking with us with all these call-in shows this year. I think 36. This is the 36th. Yeah. Yes, and thank you, and happy holidays, everybody, whatever you celebrate, and happy new year. All the best luck for you in the new year. Good night. Bye, night. <laughs>